0: Everyone, this is Rico, and this is Trex and Sci-Fi, and uh, to to round out Season 1 of Discovery, we're doing a Skype chat today, or this evening we're recording on the, whatever it is, the, geez, it's the 17th of February already, (laughs) how'd that happen? Uh, So this is going to go out on the 18th of February, I think that's Podcast 671, and we have a little a bit of a smaller group than we did, I think in the last discovery chat, but that's fine. We're, we're all, uh, we're all fine with that. We got rid of Chris and some of the other riffraff. And uh, (laughs) so we have, uh, we have uh, just uh, today myself, obviously, and and Jen from anomaly. Hello. And we have Rick Moyer. Hey guys. From too many things to list. (laughs) And and, 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 uh, we have Rick Pete also. My my old Chicago buddy. Yay. So so to to I guess um to, to begin with, obviously, spoiler warning for those who have not watched season one of uh Star Trek Discovery, and you pretty much can watch it for free, I think, right now if you want. So you know, I, I, I do think that most of the comments now now the bad comments that I only see about Discovery is oh, that crap show, or some some you know, real intelligent piece of uh online uh texts like that, you know, it, it's not so much about it being $599 anymore. Those at least have gone away. Uh but you could probably sign up. I think you could still sign up for a free trial for for a week and, and now you can just watch all 15 episodes for free. So that that's that's pretty hard to beat. And um I I thought the you know I, I was really happy with the with the final episode. We'll just kind of go around and maybe give everyone a chance to talk about their overall impression of the season, and then we can get into some sort of specifics, I guess, a little bit about some of the last episodes, the characters, what we liked, what maybe we didn't like, if there's anything that we want to bring up, feel free you guys, um, but um, I did say spoiler warning, didn't I? I think I did, yeah yes, <laughs> so anyway uh but um but yeah, uh who who anybody, anybody want to start in particular, Jen?
1: Um, yeah, I'll go first. Okay. I, um, I, I just released an episode today with Angela on I this saw that. and yeah. we s- basically, uh, what so I you're said primed, was
0: primed to uh, talk about the,
1: oh yeah, it's all fresh top of mind, but, um, I came into this uh, dropping all expectations because these days you really can't enjoy anything because everyone has an opinion before they've ever seen it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And just they try to ruin your enjoyment of everything, and I have just learned to drop all expectations. So um, even though the new J.J. Star Trek wasn't my favorite, I've learned to enjoy them, and I can enjoy them with Aaron. This is not a show I will watch with him. It is way too violent. And there's just other, you know, political things going on that I don't want to talk to him about yet because he's only like six. (laughs) So, but it's um, a show definitely that I was shockingly surprised at how good it was. And I have enjoyed the ride being totally in the dark as to what the heck was going on and then being surprised by you know, where they were taking the show and, and i um, happy that it went from dark to light because I was starting to worry. <laughs> that
0: it It's was getting darker. Always it's eat, getting darker. How dark can it get? Yeah. Eating ganglia
1: <laughs> and breaking, breaking people's necks and um, eating, eating captains. And yeah, that was, that was really hard for me <laughs> to take, but um, yeah, I've, I really enjoyed it. And I'll, I'll just finish up by saying, uh, Georgiou. I I don't know if I say her name right. I say Giorgio, but I guess it's Z- Georgiou. She's become like yeah. one of my favorite captains, and she was only like in a couple of episodes, you know, Prime Georgiou. And I just, I don't know. I'm just very intrigued by by her and just the actress uh, Michelle just brought a lot of weight to the character and uh, clout and uh, had a lot of presence. And then I'll wrap it up by saying Tilly is my favorite. (laughs) I love her. She is the voice of the audience and is saying exactly what we're all thinking (laughs) at the moment. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, thank you. Somebody noticed this is weird. (laughs) I
2: love that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's great. Yeah, no. Uh, so, uh, yeah, let's just keep going with, uh, you know, our, our kind of an cr- overview of what you thought and what maybe you thought at the beginning and how it how your perceptions changed or didn't change or whatever. That's a good format. So uh, how about uh, how about you, Mr. Moyer? Rick, what do you think? What was your how'd you start off with and how did how did it go throughout the season for you?
2: All right. So I was anticipating because I you know how much I love track. Oh, my gosh. And uh, I didn't know, I, I, one where there, you know, I I recently got a tattoo and I was going to get something Star Trek related, but I didn't because I thought, what if Discovery sucks? (laughs) And then forever, the last thing that people remember was this horrible part of Star Trek and then it's on my arm, right? So I didn't, I didn't get it. And um, I got CBS all access, got my fire TV thing all worked out so I could watch it. And uh, watched the first episode and thought, uh, uh, whoa, this is way different than what I like as far as Trek is concerned. And it was, I'll I'll be honest, I didn't really, I I didn't dig the Klingon stuff at all. I thought it was weird and it was hard to follow and I didn't like it. And so I kind of got a bad attitude for the first few episodes. Then it started to get a little bit better. And then when they took a break and came back, after they came back, it was amazing. And I don't know why I liked it so much better after they came back. Maybe I just got—I thought about it for a while. I got used to it, and kind of want to know what was going on with the characters. But uh, I think—I think I know what it is. It's the campy factor. It's not campy. It is—it's—it's it's so modern and cool, and and right off the bat, pretty awesome that it doesn't have that B sci-fi campy feeling that I like. And that's why I didn't like it. I think at first, um, cause it was so glaringly different as far as the approach to it. But then as it went along, it got more, it didn't get more campy, but it got, it felt more Star Trek. I had more hope in it. Cause at first yeah. I didn't think it had a lot of hope in it. And, and so by the end of this, the first season, I'm cheering and like, come on, let's go for the second season. This is awesome. <laughs> So that was my kind of look at it. But I didn't yeah, like no, that. Yeah,
0: that's great. That's uh it it is it is a show that I think changed a lot over the fifteen you know, fifteen doesn't seem like a lot of episodes to have really everything that happened in it, you know, and uh, Yeah. And and the, hey, w- there a lot of my yeah. Wife,
2: my wife just walked up, Amy, she, she watched it with me and you you wanna hear what she thought?
0: Sure. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah if, if she's not. if she wants to, yeah, if she's there, yeah, that would be great.
3: Well, I'm going to say something that you hear me say every single time I talk about new Star Trek. I love the fact that it's new. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I'm going to give it an A plus just because it's not the twentieth time I've seen the episode. Um, (laughs) Twentieth? Well, 100th Okay. Would that be more accurate? Yeah, that would be.
2: Yeah.
3: So um, Rick watches a lot of Star Trek, and I like Star Trek. I really do. But I really love seeing something new and original, and I think that this has really been both. I mean, it's been very original. Um, I love the fact that the the lead is a strong woman, complex character, and, and I I mean, all the characters are pretty unique and um, lots of twists, lots of twists and things that I didn't see coming, and I think it has pretty good writing and excellent... um, excellent excellent um production it's like movie movie quality quality. every week it's like a production yeah yeah. major film so i i give it an a plus you know (laughs) so i just love the fact that we get to watch new track but um (laughs) but that that's my take and it's probably a similar take you've heard many times over
1: did you just gong her (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, it no, I think Rick, Amy Rick's, hit Rick's, hit Rick over the head with a pop so
3: yeah. It's Rick's popcorn ball. ball oh, okay, uh, okay. By the table. Well, that is important. Don't don't lose yeah.
2: that. <laughs> no, it's actually the fighting bell in the box. <laughs> fight, fight.
3: No, we. we I thought it was Mr. It
4: Holmes' little bell.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no,
3: that's Can good. You hear p- this?
2: I can't hear what
0: they're oh. saying. That's a good point, Amy. Though you're you know I, I I feel a lot the same too that you know people have been. You know, some people have been pretty hard on it, and and it's like, guys, this is the first new trek in like twelve years, and that I doesn't know. mean you should just be rolling over and saying I'll take whatever you give me. You know, because right. I think we all have have really enjoyed it, but but it's like it's the first trek in twelve years, people. <laughs> Stop Lighten complaining. Up yeah yeah, yeah
3: it's, it, and it and it's very good quality. I mean very good writing, really great production. so I don't know really what they could I mean it was a little dark right at first, but I think like Rick said it's it's come back around to being more hopeful and more true to track the track yeah to true the prime trek. and true all that trek. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there, there's my two cents. I'm gonna give the um, headset back to Rick. <laughs> no, that's great. Thank you, Amy. Thanks, thanks yeah. for that. So uh, you're welcome.
0: Uh, how about Mr. Rick Pete? What do you think, Mr. Mr. Pete? You like it? Good for you.
3: Uh, you know me.
4: If it's Trek, it's all good. Um, I really liked it. I was a little worried after the first couple of episodes, just because it was pretty dark. Um, and you know, I'm not quite used to that with Trek. I mean, this was, this is much darker, in my opinion, than than Deep Space Nine was. But when you look at the entire story arc, it made sense. Lorca being from the Mirror Universe would certainly change the dynamic of what was going on on Discovery. So the fact that we didn't know that for the first you know ten episodes doesn't ex- you know explains why I think like, we had confusion about why is it so dark, why, you know, this doesn't feel like my Trek.
0: Yeah, the well, feel, in a way, the feel it was, was different, it. yeah.
4: It was Locust Trek. It was a, a mere universe-tainted Trek. You know, and these last two episodes are starting to bring, is, is the beginning of Discovery kind of coming back to the Trek mythos that we're used to with TLS. So in a way, when you look at the whole... Arc it really doesn't make sense. I, I wish the haters could look at the whole arc and see that see that that progression. And I, don't, I just think they don't they don't want to see that progression. But I like it. I like the idea of it being story arc based and not episodic. Um, I I wasn't used to the Klingons at first, kind of like what, what Rick said, because they have a different sense of a code of honor than the Klingons I'm used to, but. You know, one, who knows what Laurel's going to do, and her influence might actually move the, the Klingons closer to the TNG code of honor that we're used to, but when you look, when you when I thought about TOS, the TOS Klingons, they're not the TNG Klingons. The TOS Klingons, they were just warriors, and we didn't learn very much about their code of honor or any of that stuff. We learned all that in TNG, and so we retroactively placed that understanding on these Klingons and that's and that's just not fair. Yeah.
1: Because these that's Klingons a good point.
4: were not TNG Klingons.
0: Yeah, that's a good right? point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like you saw, you know, you, you saw sort of the TOS Klingons too even in the in the original series films, you know, a bit. And and they're kinda nasty and they're not they're they're more like the Discovery Klingons than the T N G Klingons. Yeah. You know, like Kruge so, and stuff like that. So
4: Yeah. So I kinda like that when I think about the timeline Okay, they're a little bit more rough around the edges, a little bit more in you know, a warrior for war's sake. And you know, just like humans who used to be very barbaric and caveman and all that, over the over time things change. Um, I don't think these Klingons are vested in Kalos. Just like in Enterprise, those Vulcans weren't invested in Sarek. And we watched over the seasons of Enterprise, we found out, oh look, Seric's teachings have kind of been pushed away and marginalized. And it wasn't until towards the end of the fifth season that the Ceric philosophies are brought back into mainstream. So I, I see a lot of parallels. When I mean, I'm looking at different series of going from maybe a little bit more, I don't want to say barbaric, but a little more basal, and then you eventually get to a little more evolved. So I like all of that, and I think I think Star Trek universe is big enough to handle some change. You know, and I think if we if we're measuring Star Trek just against what TOS is doing, well, then you could look at TNG and have issues.
1: Yeah,
4: yeah. You know, you or- could look at Voyager and have issues. I
1: mean, DS9,
4: yeah. DS9, huge, huge issues. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think we have to give each series its its space, you know, and yeah, hope no, that— Yeah, no, that's a
0: good good way to put it, is to give yeah. it a little room to be its own thing, right?
4: And, and to you evolve. Know. You know, what we're seeing now is certainly not what we're going to see in season two. And who yeah. knows what we're going to see in season five if we get yeah. that far. It's,
0: it's, it's, it's obviously—I I think it's a big, big mistake for them to—you know, I, I, I really feel for the people working on these shows because— I think it would be a huge mistake if they just tried to make it like any of the other shows that we've had before. And you know, we vote it always gets talked about that Star Trek just kind of represents the time it's it's being done in, right? The the era or or whatever, but they need to be their own thing. You're right, Rick. Yeah, for sure. Oh. Was there anything else that you wanted to add in that I kind of cut you off, I feel like, but uh
4: <laughs> I think that's that's about it.
0: Okay for now anyway yeah no I I you guys all great points all a little d- different too but real interesting comments you know I've t- I've talked on the on the you know the regular podcast and I, I I've talked when we skype before so I don't I don't think I need to say too much at this point'll I'll say a couple a couple of things related to some of the things you guys have said. You know, I, I I sat down and watched that very first episode, and you know Burnham is is like you know she's kind of a little rougher on the edges. She's she's a bit of a know it all, and, and, and she you know even though she seems to like her captain respect her captain, you know one of the first things she does is disobey her captain, even if it is for the right reasons. It, you know it was it was a, a very those first two episodes were very different than what we got with the rest of the the series, and uh, and while I like those episodes, they were they were fairly jarring to me, you know, as I think some of you have said about, you know, this is very different than other treks that we have seen. And, and, and I was like, okay, all right, I'm in, you know, I'll, I'll keep riding along and seeing how this goes. And, and we had all, I think for the most part, it had been, you know, after the first episodes, we certainly knew this, but it had already been hinted at that this was kind of kind of be a season long arc there was going to be this this conflict with the klingons and and so that that was that was pretty well known so we knew that that you know was not going to be a happy you know they're all on a you know a little vacation uh, you know it's not it wasn't going to be an easy season you know it was going to be hard things bad things happening dark things happening and of course the whole business uh, the whole thing of them being on this alternative distribution you know cbs all access allowed them to you know everyone was a little concerned oh they can show things they can do things they can say certain words now and and all but I, <laughs> I but i mean truth truthfully i think considering that they could have done i guess i don't know what limits they have but i mean i guess they i i think actually they kept that pretty in check at least in my in my view considering you know they yeah, I mean, they did kind of have the ability to do whatever they wanted on that. So I thought they kept that under control, even though this is a war thing. I mean there were quick little flashes here and there in a few episodes and like Jen said earlier, this is not a a, a show to sit down with your your six or seven year old kid to watch or anything like that. Right. Right. I've been surprised a little bit by, by I I've, I've heard some people watching it with pretty young kids and I'm like, really?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't do that.
0: Yeah, I, it, it's it's all you know. I, I I try to just think you know people can make up their own minds and and whatever. I, I don't whatever that's your business. But um, but anyway, uh, going back. So so once we got into the episodes proper, especially by about the middle of the season for me, you know, for for me, television shows, movies too. But movies are sort of unless they're a series of films. Movies are two hours ish of of with a few characters. Um and you kind of you know you, you 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 connect up with them or you don't and then you you leave them right unless it's a movie series but it, but in star trek especially and other and other shows that are ongoing for me it's always been about you know the, the story to a degree but it's always been about the, the cast and the characters and, and and it's probably why i like star trek so much because they've always had such a strong cast they've always had such such well-defined characters and and once we got into the middle of the season, that's what really got me. I like really cared about all these people quickly. Um, honestly, probably much quicker. I was telling Chris this a couple times, we would text and about it and stuff. A lot quicker, I think, I got hooked into this, these characters than ever, probably, except for like the original series for me, even the early seasons of like deep or not deep space nine, um, TNG, you know. They, they were kind of one-off episodes. You didn't really learn a whole lot about the characters. They didn't really start gig- really digging into the characters in probably season three-ish. You know, there were little things. But anyway, the point is, is that once I started to really get hooked into the characters, it was like, all right, now I really. The show is just like you know, each each week when the episodes would end, I said, all right, let's do next episode, right? Um, it, 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 I'm probably kind of happy that they did give us all 15 at once. Be- because I feel like I would have just devoured them like a you know a, oh, yeah. an, al- an alcoholic <laughs> in a bar after you know what that's maybe not a yeah. great great analogy but I don't really binge shows zombie. very much but I think I might have with this and I think that would have really made it different I think it would not have been it, it wouldn't have had the impact I think um, that it did if we could have just sat down for a weekend and watched it um, watch the whole thing yeah. yeah. So, you know, and of course, by the end, uh, you know, it all came full circle. Uh, I think all the characters grew and, and, and learned and developed and, and I liked the, what they did with them and, and the, the, the actors and the stories and the, everything was just amazing to me. So, I mean, yeah, it looks great. It, it It's obviously, they're spending a lot of money and it's a great looking show, but for me, it's about the, the people and, and, and now, um. And now I don't know where they're going to go at this point, but I just sat down and watched the last After Trek. I don't know if any of you. I know there were people who had mixed, started,
2: I, mixed I like feelings about that
0: host guy, but uh yeah, you
4: know, uh, yeah I yeah, warmed like, up uh, a little bit. I kind of like him. He's not too
0: bad. He me. Me. He's kind of smarmy, but but I, he seems <laughs> kind of first, like he's him. like a little kid. I almost see it seems like to me. You know, he he certainly yeah. knows Star Trek and is a fan, and that helps. He does. And and I don't he's, find that he he's really. He's not
2: shouting. He was shouting so much at the beginning that I, was I think he found annoyed.
0: his. Yeah, I agree, Rick. I, I think he found his way. I think it's yeah. hard with those shows, but I think he got into a rhythm later on that I think was better.
1: Um, but and, I was just going to... and then
2: I, I yeah. laugh because he's so witty and and uh, he does know Trek very well. Yes. Yeah, he's quick, especially like.
1: the especially the books. So I'm. I was kind of like you, Rick. At first, it it took he he turned me off. <laughs> I yeah. watched the first one. I was like, I can't stand this guy. I feel <laughs> yeah. pan, I feel pandered to, and then like he's mocking me. And yep. then, but I started watching the last four episodes. You know, and they were good. I started with the Jonathan Frakes one, and I was like, okay, uh, okay, okay, okay I could do that. That was a
0: good one too, because Jonathan <laughs> yeah. Frakes is is pretty good and pretty funny, and uh, he he he's a good person to talk to. Yeah.
1: And it's also good to see the actors tell the you know their perspectives. You talk yeah. about the perspectives on what what was going on in the episode. I, I think it's worth watching, and yeah. I'll continue to do that. So, yeah,
0: anyway. I think they did a good job with it, and uh, I hope it comes back. I, I like it. I, I think it's fun, uh, and uh, and I think they the the only thing, and this is usual with any kind of like host talk show situation or whatever the. It, it it does become a little hard when you ask questions and they, they all kinda of shrug their shoulders, right? They're trying to like the the, the last one before the for the end of uh the end of the season, you know, they're saying, Oh, hey, we're gonna see Spock, you know, or we're gonna see, you know, the rest of the, you know, enterprise people and you know, of course they're all going, Eh, is the eh. spore drive gone forever? Are we gonna are they gonna still use that? Eh. You know, yeah. so, so there's a lot of I like, but but there's but but I, I think they answered a lot. You know, they I thought the people, the people they had on there answered the questions as best they could without, you know, giving too much away. But uh, now,
2: Jen, Jen, is um, is our friend Sue Kissenweather actually going to some of them to the tapings of that show?
1: Oh, I have no idea.
2: I saw pictures of her with some cast members and then I saw some tickets or something. Yeah, I think she went to at she, least one of the
1: aftertracks.
0: Yeah, I think she went to one uh I think it was the one during the, the last one they had before their break, like in November well, or whatever. But I yeah, I I, I I guess they film it somewhere she lives in New York or that area, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I, I think they like, uh it must be filmed something. somewhere where she can she can um get to. So
2: pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah.
0: But it's a great, uh, you know, I think the, uh, I also wanted to just say that for 15 episodes, you know, it was like, geez, I I started to go back during the holidays when there wasn't a lot of new stuff on and Trek was during the break that they had. I started to go back and rewatch some of them uh, from the beginning because there was just so much packed into those episodes. I wanted to be, I wanted to go back and like, okay, now I want to see kind of. We know a lot that happened, right? So you you can go back and kind of like, oh, okay, now nah, all right, that makes sense, and that's that's leading to this, and that's this. I will say though, that the other last thing, and then we'll 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 talk a little bit, maybe more specifics about a couple of things, but um, I wanted to say, I, I kind of liked, you know, Mirror Universe Lorca.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I did too, and I, I, I miss yeah. that he's not. I, well, I like the fact anymore. that he
0: got somebody who was not like. Um, he kind of rubbed people the wrong way, right? Like he rubbed, you know, the crew, he was just trying to whip him into shape. He had some, uh, he had some qualities. I think they, they obviously needed to, to deal with or needed not to deal with, uh, that they needed, he needed to, to be that way to get them through what they needed to do. Right. And I think he even actually says that, or some of them say it in the last couple of episodes, you kind of needed me, right. You know, just like they feel like they need Giorgio at the end, you know, with, uh, like, well, uh, yeah, let's put put crazy woman from the, the other universe in command and uh right. So uh but uh yeah, so I, I'm s I'm kinda hopeful that maybe we'll see um we'll get the other Lorca back and, and maybe there'll be a little bit of that in him to, to some degree to at least, you know, make me not miss him. <laughs> so so um
1: uh did
4: anybody uh, notice the the little piece of spore? That went into Tilly.
1: Yeah. Angela the, brought that up. Yeah. yeah. What's up
4: with that? Yeah. When, it, it seemed to be a little bit of a bigger piece than the other ones that were supposed to be around. important.
0: Cause one of the guys in the last after Trek mentioned it again, even he said, you know, remember that, you know, it was kind of like, got,
4: it's gotta be, I, I really, I think it's gotta be Lorca.
1: Oh gosh! I think it's oh, gotta be Angela and I are like what? Please, please how, how is don't... it
0: Lorca? I'm not following that. How? What do you mean it's because Lorca? When,
4: when he when he went in and sort of dissipated into all kinds of little like, the core little sporks, when he
0: was being like sizzled alive or whatever. Yeah,
4: and then they switched to discover, and it exactly. made it appear. It might not be right, but it made it appear that it was one of those. Four oh. thingies fr- from him that huh. landed
0: on her. Well, I'll have to go back and watch that again. I'd but... need
1: to see it too.
0: <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Angel and
1: I are of the opinion that you just need to leave Tilly alone.
0: She's <laughs> right. perfect.
1: She's perfect. I love her. Don't mess her up. <laughs> yeah. She'll become
4: Killy. Just fun. give her uh, a, uh, a, new, uh, a new hairdo.
1: You no, know, I love her hair in every. Well, single well, you episode. know what?
0: The reason I mentioned that Jen is, they did this thing on the last after Trek of like they called it like Star Trek Discovery season one by the numbers, and and yeah, so it so, was like how many yeah. people died. It was like how many you know whatever. How many uh, how many you know Kelpian you know ganglia did we see? And then yeah. one of them was how many? I think one of them was how many hairstyles did did Tilly have to throughout? Yeah. You know, because, you know, it's hair up, hair down. Of course, the mirror universe look uh, and all that. And I think it was like eight or nine, something like that.
1: Well, she had it funny in that that, party
0: scene, too. She had it kind of in a different. Yeah,
1: she's she's awesome. Oh, yeah, she's good. Since we're on since we're on the topic of her hair, (laughs) this the (laughs) the scene where she walks in and she thinks that she's getting to meet prime Giorgio. And the moment just she perfectly <laughs> communicated anxiety and a discomfort and a, oh kind of <laughs> just with facial expressions and the little casual heil, and <laughs> it was the best scene ever and i don't think i have laughed so hard yeah that was star trek <laughs> that was awesome ever because i in that moment is like that is exactly probably how I would have
0: acted. <laughs> oh, that's her, like, right? It yeah. was just
1: kind of yeah. like, oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, you're right. That is that she is. She grabs
1: her hair and says, "You know, this is a, a big. What is this? Is crazy hair? What is with your hair?" She's yeah. like, "I know it, is, right?" <laughs>
0: yeah, she. That's right. She. Yeah, yeah. Giorgio touches her hair and 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 then she kind of looks at Burnham. I think gives Burnham a look and is like oh that's she's not the oh oh yeah yeah and she's like
1: what is going on
0: here oh yeah right (laughs) what is what is going on here (laughs) yeah that is that is one of the tops yeah that 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 was that was fantastic and uh yeah so so we've all well Jen talked about you know Tilly and and liking that character so maybe that's a good thing we could all talk about so uh so Rick Moyer what what uh what were what was maybe one of your favorite characters or character Ooh. moments or anything like that okay, or... I
2: didn't I didn't think I was gonna like it Seric, but I like I like the the what's the guy's name that's the actor
0: uh James Fran Fran I think is how you'm well, – not sure how you say his last name yeah he
2: he's, I, I I've was, seen him in a lot was, of stuff
0: he, he's really good yeah
2: yeah I was really skeptical I didn't think he was gonna do well and then I actually really like him uh, to the point of, I can't wait to see some more of what he does and how he brings that in there. I heard a lot of controversy over that, like they didn't really need to make that uh, make Sarek part of this, and they could have had Burnham be, you know, any Vulcans. Um, yeah, you know. that's
0: that's people always being like, why does it have to be always a Skywalker, right? right? Or why right. does it have but to I, be I, a, a I the member know. of Spock's I, family or a Kirk?
2: Yeah, well, I'm so uh, fond of the, you know, Spock and his whole. Yeah, uh, mythos and stuff that I I was happy that they did that, Be, but I didn't know if he would live up to it. And I thought he was great. And probably the most fun was to see the mirror uh, mirror Sarek, and that was kind of cool uh, when they were meeting in that that one scene where they're all meeting. It was at like a
0: on the planet there where
2: they all or, yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah when they went down to sort of try to talk things out a bit. Yeah. And he
2: does the mind meld, yeah, and all that. Yeah, that was awesome. So. I, that's who I've really enjoyed so far. And, of course, I like Tilly. I think that's
1: great.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's Since awesome. we're on the subject of Sarek, um, Angela and I got on the topic of mind melds and how they're conducted in Discovery and how in Enterprise, you know, they had this whole different sect of Vulcans who performed mind melds, and it was kind of right. taboo. It was taboo. Right. So. Now, I mean, you make the bridge to TOS era and, you know, Sarek's going striding across the deck, grabbing you by the face and doing a mind meld without permission. And it's like, it's like, dude,
0: back off. It's like
1: violation. But in Enterprise, (sighs) it was taboo. And even there was like uh, an episode where T'Pol was violated and ended up with this disease because of it. And right. now it's used as a tool to determine whether someone's lying or not, which I de- I, I see def- desperate times call for desperate measures. And right. but I would love to see them bridge those two um, concepts. You know, there's it's it's a mystery as to when mind melds became okay. You know, <laughs> but,
4: but I thought right. it was only the mirror universe Eric, that did that. No, no. When the they got back, through. remember
0: Rick? When they got back to the Prime Universe, and and they beam aboard Discovery because Discovery's been gone for nine months. So the Admiral comes over with Sarek and uh, like a bunch oh, of others, true. and they yeah. and, and she nods to like, um, is it Burnham or, or um, Saru? I forget who we. I think it's Saru, isn't it? That that uh, the Admiral nods to go, you know, to 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 Sarek to, to go mind meld with to find out who right. these people are because. So no, it's what? it's it's regular regular Sarek that's um, you know that they. But did. the
4: regular Sarek only did it once.
1: As yeah, but in that, scene, in that scene, in that scene, yes, right, yeah, yeah but but yeah. also as a whole in this era, it's more of a uh, intimate gesture, and you know they ask permission, but it's not thought of as gross or disgusting or taboo. That's what right. I'm saying. Just like now right. in TOS era, TNG, DS9, whenever they do mind melds, it's a it's like a a, um, a special opportunity Whereas right. I would just like to, to, to well, For discovery to deal with When this Became okay But I think <laughs> right. the, the,
4: anyway. taboo, the taboo Part of that though When you go back to Enterprise It was taboo for the Vulcans Who were in power Who considered the Sered Vulcans As the sect and the Sarek, the Vulcans who believed in the, in the teachings of Sarek didn't have a taboo about mind melts. And they were the ones that understood the idea of the Katra and transferring the Katra into those, you know... Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: you know, somewhere Vulcans. along somewhere along the line, though, those became the the Vulcans we all know. You right. know? Yeah, I of, yeah, I think there's difference. I think
0: there's different groups. When, yeah.
4: When, and Archer brought that that artifact thing up right to the Vulcan council and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, you lied to us. This is all reality. This is all truth about Sarek. And now the ruling council is all deposed because they were all you know, they had their own military militaristic agenda for Vulcan.
1: So I I guess
4: I assume that once the (laughs) Sarek teachings are brought to the forefront, Mm -hmm. that began that transition.
1: Gotcha.
0: Yeah, it's got a bit of a mixed thing because it's another one of those canon things that that is a little bit mixed between Enterprise, TOS, now Discovery, you know, all those, you know, especially between TOS and Discovery because they're supposed to be very close in time, you know, only like 10 years different. So. So even when Spock first in TOS does it, uh, I think it's in that episode with that Vengilder. Mister-
2: yeah, you know the, um,
0: it, you know Spock's pretty darn resistant and doesn't really want yeah. to do it. you yeah. know especially with a non Vulcan. So anyway, um, but no, it's a good point, Jen, and and, uh, and and I'm sure that we'll get a little bit more of that. I mean, there was that episode with uh, Burnham where she's, you know, she's obviously connected t- to Sarek and and. You know, she feels that he's hurt, right? That whole thing. So they have a pretty mm-hmm. bond, you know, a bond there too, as well. Even though she's human, and and now we'll maybe she'll be bumping into her, or whatever you call it, uh, step brother, I guess. Yeah.
4: So it doesn't
1: have maybe. Well, maybe well adopted, adopted. Yeah, <laughs> everybody calls him as yeah. It's
4: too.
0: Yeah. It's so complicated. So, but, so uh, I know.
1: So weird that,
4: you know, Sarah has that bond with Burnham, but then. Sarah and Spock never chose to meld, so they don't have that. Right,
1: right. Well, also, you never hear anything from Spock about Michael, obviously, because the show didn't exist back when, (laughs) you know, TOS was around. But someone brought up a good point of the fact that Nobody mentioned Cyborg. <laughs> exactly, that's
2: true. There he was. Exactly. So, oh yeah, well yeah. they do
0: in the movie at one point. You know, Kirk. Kirk, Kirk says, you know, you, you you know, I I know you don't have a brother because you know you never mentioned him or whatever. You never said, mentioned yeah. him. That's but, right. Uh, but you well, know, that's a, you know, one one point you might think about, or or that you know that I've I've thought about a little bit is is that I think in a way, a Vulcan Vulcan mind meld like between between Spock and and his his father, you know, might be. A little bit more intrusive and harder to actually take than having Maybe. you know Seric and 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 burnham because Wouldn't you know be vulcans try to hide that, so much right huh? that that the idea of of invading that mind might even be more like they you know like you were mentioning jen with the to paul episode um it, I you know in a way Vulcan Vulcan you know unless you're super like you know it's like Pon Far time or whatever's going on it, it's <laughs> it, it, I think there's almost more of an intrusion there and more um, that makes it even more I think of a big thing well, perhaps yeah, yeah I mean remember on yeah.
2: undiscovered country yeah. when Spock <laughs> um, took was it Valeris
0: yeah right and, right
2: and that was I mean that was a that scene the first time I saw it it was so emotional. And yeah, I mean, no, you you could definitely like tell that
0: being... that you know that was that was not yeah. you know that was a bad thing. So,
2: yeah. It was Yeah, it was amazing though. I mean, yeah. um uh, Leonard Nimoy did an amazing job with that scene. I, yeah. It was really good.
1: Well, one final point about that before you move on. Um I think what I, I agree that it, it might be more intimate between Vulcans just because um they they suppress emotions so much, and if there's another in their mind, then maybe um, they would be able to sense those emotions they're burying, and it's more embarrassing, I guess, or more right. difficult to share yeah, those maybe, yeah. when they're so used to, to hiding them. So, that might be part of the reason.
2: Hey, uh, well, see, I didn't mean to derail yeah. everything. No, yeah, no. I said what my favorite character was, but Rick Pete. Didn't. No,
0: no, no. We're just talking the uh, so, Mr. Uh, Rick Pete. So, what I, I think we left it's off. Three Ricks let's... and a Jan. Yes, three ricks. Yeah. That's the episode title there. Three, <laughs> That's three, right. three perfect. Ricks.
3: So, uh, so
0: Rick, Rick, Pete. What it? What were? Uh, what were some of either your favorite character or or actor and or characters that? What did you like um, for discovery? What really uh, grabbed you?
4: Well, I um, I mean, I'll admit that I read the book before I saw the first episode. Mm-hmm. And. There's a lot in that book. Uh, I think it's called Drastic Measures or something.
0: Yeah, the one with uh, where Burnham and Spock end up working, to get, working together. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: And so from that book and then I watched the series, the character that I really loved to watch was Saru. He he sort of became my favorite character because in the book, if you read the book and you watch the series, Saru's journey has been pretty amazing. In the book, we first meet Saru at this sort of a gathering, like a diplomatic gathering. And all the crew, there's people from Starfleet, and then the crew, Discovery's there, and then people from this planet is there. And as part of that, Giorgio announces that Burnham is going to be the first officer of the Shinzu, And Saru... Excuses himself, and then he is this whole chapter where he's dealing with his emotions about this because he wanted to be first officer and he didn't think she should have been first officer. And he was, you know, and, you know, his whole thing about being his race are all you know, it's predator and prey, and how you know they're sort of predisposed to sense <laughs> death. You know, I in, as a way to avoid being killed by the by, you know, the other, type of Kelvin, whatever that is, we don't know. And so we see him sort of feeling like he's sort of a cowardish kind of character, all the way to he's acting captain of the Discovery. I agree, Rick. And yeah. I I enjoyed that particular journey um, quite a bit. So that's why I kind of think Saru is is the character that I've I've been really paying attention to. Um, I mean, I love all of them. I really enjoyed Tilly. Tilly is like the she's like the heart of Discovery, right? I mean, she she's sort of the character foil for the whole ship. You know, if the ship is feeling something, Tilly will be the one that brings it out. You know, so I, I, really, liked, I really I really really liked her character quite a bit. But Saru was the one I have really been sort of following quite a bit. Um, I have to do this, I hate to say it, but this conversation we've been having about Spock and not knowing about about Michael, I went back to um, Star Trek 5 and looked at some of the dialogue. And and I think Ricky might have brought this up. Kirk says, Sidebuck couldn't possibly be your brother because I happen to know for a fact you don't have a brother. And Spock says, technically you are correct. I don't have a brother. And then Kirk says, there, see? And then Spock says, I have a half-brother. <laughs> so when wow. you think about Spock and how technically correct communication must be, right. if he were you to ask Spock if he had a sister, he would say no. If you asked him if he had a half-sister <laughs> or if he had an adopted <laughs> sister, then he, he might answer
0: yeah, but I mean, you know that—that that really, I mean, yeah, you're right, kind of, except for the whole fact that this is a military, you know, somewhat organization that all that stuff should be in their files, right? Like, I mean, he shouldn't even need to ask or have to ask. You know, I don't know, man. Yeah. Sometimes maybe.
4: Uh, I mean, we have HIPAA rules that say you can only have to provide so much information.
0: Yeah. Ex- except, all right, then I'll then I'll even throw on top of that, it's like you work with someone for that long. And they're your, you know, literally your brother, your best friend. You would you would think that he would not need to be asked that he would offer it. Like one day they're sitting down having some of those green and orange cubes they eat, you know, on the Enterprise. <laughs> and and and, uh, and and then yeah, you know, my my adopted sister Burnham was over on the Discovery and helped stop the war and you know, like yeah, I'm just saying that yeah, you but- you got to <laughs> really stretch it to be like. Like
4: I, I disagree. Journey to Babel. Kirk didn't even know. Know that that was his parents. That yeah. that was his father and mother. Yeah, that's
2: true.
4: He was just as surprised about that as he was about Cyborg. So I, I think that. Uh, well, they had only been what, what connected their their together for for
0: uh, like a year at that point, right? Approximately. Or two, something like that. Yeah, that
4: was within the first. Wasn't that a, a first season episode?
0: Second season for Journey to Babel. So well, I'm just saying that was pretty early in the relationship, and by the time they get to the movies, you know, they they have spent like, you know, a good half of their lives or more together. That's all. It's not a big deal. It's not a big thing. I mean, maybe we'll see. You got to really, so they, you know, they you, could
2: bring you, you, Cyborg into this. <laughs> I,
0: I think most that people's awesome. commentary, you know, Rick on on that on this whole stuff about you know the way they connect all these things together like this and and seem to you know purposely try to make these connections like everyone's a skywalker everyone's someone of Spock's family is most people usually say the people who don't really like that are usually well why don't they just use vulcan xyz right or or whatever you know like you know why do they feel like they need to do this and and there's a that's a valid thing in a way it doesn't really bother me that much because ultimately at the end of the day it doesn't really matter spock isn't there right so, so she's just someone who grew up uh, on Vulcan, you know, with a with a Vulcan, you know, stepfather or not stepfather, whatever, adopted father type of thing. But you know what I mean? It's like it, it's there, but it doesn't really matter that much.
1: Here's the reason: it's a touchstone. Yeah, it's a point that no, we can I touch TOS yeah. and know that this this is something we can um, relate to. You know, I, I don't need to see Spock in any other episodes to to be, you know, I, it's it's OK that, you know, he, she's she's a, an adopted sister and he's not inside. Sarek doesn't even call her daughter until the end of the series. It's my ward. So why would Spock identify with her as his sister anyway if his own father doesn't even call <laughs> sure you know, sure truth. it's, it's, it's so, all fine
0: it's all fine i mean we all enjoy the show so it's not it's not a oh, big, yeah it's not a big deal um but you know i i, I try to see both sides or all or, you know as much as i can of, of people's thoughts about this like you know let's spin off onto a different little topic uh, the um you know the people that uh, the other thing that people talk about about this show a lot and have since the beginning is the look right you know well that that doesn't make any sense the, the ship looks like this and now we brought in the enterprise at the end of the season and and the design Which by and, the way you know rocked right exactly are we all like oh, oh gosh. gosh that doesn't look exactly like the original enterprise that's wrong and, oh my
2: gosh it
0: was amazing. Uh, I, i'm like uh yeah that's but it's still pretty darn cool <laughs> so yeah it is uh, but uh <laughs> but you know it, it, to me it's always just been as simple as there's there's they don't need to make it look like the old show to still be in that, you know there's this all this commentary about being in the universe, right? Being in the prime quote unquote universe. They're just updating the look of it a bit, right yeah. they're, they're, they're just it, it doesn't mean that, that it's not there. They're just trying to update it to, as they say, to be a look that 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 works for what people are used to watching on television and movies in the in this day and age not not making it look like a show from 50 years ago so that that i i'm i'm fine with you know it's still it's still star trek it's still that and what do you guys think of that i mean does it does it really i mean i i I guess for me once you're past watching a few episodes you don't really think about it anymore do you
4: no i think the look i think i think the look is fine it needed to be updated for today's audience um if i were to Trying to put a cannon hat on it, I would say this look this look makes sense if you were going from enterprise to discovery. Yes. That transaction, that that transition makes more logical sense
1: Mm -hmm. from
4: an aesthetic perspective. Do
0: you think they go too far though, maybe with like the holograms and, you know, beaming everyone every which way they want, like no matter where you're not in the transporter room, just beam them wherever? And do you think that gets a little excessive? What do you think about that?
2: I just
4: think it's, I, I just think they, 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 they don't, I think they had to update the technology to make it seem more relevant for today's audience who's seen all that stuff for the last 50 years. I, I think they'd have to explain away why they didn't have it. I think if they didn't, if they didn't add those components to it, mm-hmm. it didn't take me out of the story at all. Um, I mean, other than the first time I saw the hologram, I thought, whoa, that's different. Yeah. You know, but I've seen holograms on Star Wars 50 billion times. So the fact that it's on Star Trek just didn't faze me. I mean,
0: yeah. I don't know.
4: I, it didn't really bother me that much. I well, mean, not to I mention they they can, they can do the, that. You know, you can do.
0: You can ob- You know, the other thing is you can do those kinds of things even almost in present day, right? So like, we're, we're you got to be careful when you're doing a show that's a couple hundred years in the future when we we already have almost that technology now basically exactly so yeah. exactly
1: so it would be weird for us not to update the technology in Star Trek since we're we're on the cusp of that right now you know why would we go back to an era of Star Trek when it doesn't exist if we're almost about to do that now this this yeah. Our present is Star Trek's past, so it has to be in the new shows, you know, to kind of... We can explain it away, but it needs to be updated, I think. And I agree with you, Rick. I think the transition between Enterprise and um, Discovery is probably more important than trying to make it look like TOS. Because Enterprise... it, it, it's it's a more recent show and it would be weird if they they didn't kind of bridge and bring it into the future a little bit from that series to Discovery. So, I, I like the technology. I think the holograms are, kind, you know, I go back and forth on that because that is, r- you're right, Rick, that one of you, Ricks, <laughs> that, <laughs> that the um, hologram technology is stuff we've seen now in the present. So, um, it would be weird not to see it in the future, but we've never seen it before, other than in <laughs> Star Wars. So they're kind of crossing genres. But help um, me, Obi Wan. Help
0: me, Obi Wan, Lorca. Help me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I'm I'm cool with it. In fact, you know, one of my one of my listeners, Angela and I are, uh, had his recording. He called us our show, and he brought up a really good point in our last episode. Um, he had a big problem with the technology until he until the break of Star Trek Discovery and he had time to think about all of the stuff he had seen and he realized that if if Gene Roddenberry was alive today making this show, he would be making these updates too. Because it was his his goal was to make the future. So everything that was in the old series has become our present basically. Doors that open on their own, cell phones that look like communicators. Yeah. Calm badges that work, you know, things like that that happen, you know, flat screen TVs and things. They they've happened. So why wouldn't he try to, you know, if he was the one making this series. He would be making that technology more updated. So we can achieve that goal in the future for real, you know. It's, yeah, it's you, like a gotta, uh, stair step.
0: You got to be careful when I think. I think it's the 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 only way they can really do it right, and um, and the 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 it, it's. I think it's again. I I think you just once you start watching the show, it doesn't really become. You don't really think about it anymore, right? That is just the yeah. show at that point. And you're right, Jen. That that would be they would be using one of the latest and greatest tech that they could get a hold of, you know, in, in the time that they're making the show for the most part. absolutely. And, and you're just, you know, so Mr. Moyer, what else do you, what what do you like about the the tech? Do you like the, uh, the, like I the new look, nice. do you like the uniforms? Do you like the well, sets? Absolutely.
2: I mean, come on. They, what, they need to turn the lights of...
0: up on the bridge a little, is it a little dark? No.
2: no. <laughs> which, which one of us wouldn't take uh, the technology that exists today and use it to do the creative projects that we do. I mean, come on! I use Photoshop. You didn't. Ha- I used to. I remember back in the day, um, taking uh, pieces of paper and cutting them apart and putting them on the copy machine to do cutting and literally cutting and pasting. Okay, so we don't do that anymore. We use the updated stuff. So it's so ne- It's just goes to say. I mean, let's do it. Uh, let's do it modern. And let's do it cool looking and with the technology that we have. And, you know, we'll be saying this 10 years from now when they come out with the new Trek series that has the stuff where we're sitting on the bridge uh, in our front room, because it'll all change again. But I say use the technology we have and make it as cool as we possibly can. It doesn't it doesn't ruin TOS for me. And 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 it doesn't make TNG seem dated to me, even though TNG would be really cool done with this kind of Well, exactly. it's sort of like, you stuff. know, and... Uh
0: you know it's there you know we there's always these these restarts reboots re whatever uh, reimaginings of things and and it's 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 fine i mean they they just need to uh you know to to sort of let it go and you know george lucas tried to do it right when he went back and rejiggered all of the although i think that went a little overboard because yeah uh, i don't i don't think just by throwing a lot more creatures in a scene and and a, and ships flying by like you know in the like a new hope especially where they he just was throwing junk right. in there just because right. he could
2: <laughs> go across the street. Yeah.
0: Did just because he could do it, it really didn't change the it didn't really change the overall like look and aesthetic of that movie just by having like, Oh look, there's more stuff here in the in the scenes. Right. You know, that right. that would that to me is the where you don't you don't need to do that. But um I
2: don't care what universe you're from. Anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is um
2: That's yeah. gotta
0: so what about, like, I, I guess I, some standout episodes? I mean, I kind of like, oh. you know, the, the the episode to me, you know, a couple of them for me that really, you know, got me a lot were, I love the, the time loopy thing with Harry Mudd. We haven't talked about Harry Mudd very much, um, yeah. but I thought he was great in the few episodes that we got him. I love the time, time thing. I love the episode, of course, before the break where they had to do all the jumps to get all the data from the Klingons. That episode was was amazing, um, mm-hmm. and I and I think the episode you know where they, um, what's it the second to the last or the, whichever one that got them back away from the mirror universe where they had the big fight in the throne room and they got back. That to the sh- was pretty awesome. You know that episode, yeah. and then you know you know if if anything the last episode I felt like yeah they kind of had to wrap a lot of things up and it kind of felt a little. A little like anticlimactic, but I think that was the right way to pace it. I don't think you want to go out with like, you know, where, you know, there there's just like almost like a roller coaster going out at the top of the the, the first hill. You you got to like have a pace to the episodes, right? They couldn't have had that kind of drama and excitement and energy level of in the last episode. I don't think would have been the right way to do it. Um, but they, but then of course they gave us the little bit at the end with the Enterprise showing up, and and that was like oh. What, 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 what? Are they? Yeah. So, so anybody, was, what else, uh, Jen, what did you like for, you know, maybe two or three of the episodes that were, uh, what were, were, some things that you liked either episodes or scenes or, or anything like that?
1: Oh, definitely the scenes of, um, the discovery jump, making all the jumps around the Klingon vessel to, to you know, cool. to fight it. That was one of those moments where I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that. Um. Also, the mirror universe when we see, um, Killy, <laughs> Captain Killy. Um, what the, what, and, what the, what the heck is going on over
0: there? What the What the, heck? I know. What the hell? What and the Tilly,
1: hell? Tilly imitating Captain Killy was classic. Yeah. Um, hold your horses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Wow, <laughs> oh, so good. Um, and uh, it, the the Harry Mud one was felt like a star trek episode you know where he came back and and was yeah. doing the time loop thing that felt like star trek it started feeling more star trek and of course the the last episode there were a few things that the last two episodes i i, I told angela um what bothers me sometimes is when people discount the whole series because there's something they don't like, you know. Mm. Um there's always uh-huh. going to be something that that you don't like, but you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know. I right. sure. I I love the show as a whole and there's lots of things about it that I like, but there's things I don't like about it and one of them was um uh, the the uh, there were a couple of things. One was Lorca um, I love that he was from the mirror universe, but I I was like, What? When when he came back and his whole mission was to um to dethrone uh, Giorgio. <laughs> like I I thought that they kind of ruined the build up to that with, you know, him being just another evil mirror universe character instead of being you know, a rebel or something that goes ahead and gets killed trying to, to be a better person. He's like this jerk in our universe, but really for the mirror universe, he's a hero who's trying to save the day, but he ended up just being another jerk. And I just, you know, I thought I was just dissatisfied with his, his, the, the end of his arc at the end, you know, and him just wanting to exact revenge on Giorgio didn't (laughs) feel satisfying to me, but that, and, um, um, the treatment of um uh, let me see. Oh uh, Giorgio. Um I love Mirror Universe Giorgio and I like that they brought her back um over into our the prime universe. And I was excited about the potential there, but it seems such a short-lived thing that, you know, Starfleet made this horrible decision making her captain. Right. And I, and I was right. like Okay, where are we going here, you know? And I thought, well, this this provides a lot of tension. If she's going to become the new captain, um either she's going to change and become um, you know, show us that even evil people can become good or they're going to have to have like a mutiny on the bounty kind of thing going on. This is this is a great story. And then boom, it was over. You know, she she's Hitler. She's going to destroy Quonos and <laughs> And uh, she's also a hoe. And, <laughs> you know. and Yeah, what end, was that you know, about, huh? She walks huh? That was, into the yeah. sunset. And I was like. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that she's, she's still around. And she's going to probably be the cue. Under the, you know, the thorn in the side of Discovery in the future. But I, I was. Again, it's just kind of like they had the potential with Lorca and Giorgio. Mirror Lorca and Giorgio. And they kind of didn't do anything with it you know nothing yeah, well
0: uh, there's still obviously with with Giorgio. there's there's still chance for them to do more
1: well i hope there's there's still hope that you know she could change or you know we'll get to see more depth to her character other than the stereotypical mary universe um prelate or whatever you want to call it you know yeah that you know I just think uh, I I just think of the way that um, Kira Nerys was in the Mirror Universe and that's kind of the way what we got with Giorgio, you know, and in, in uh, when she comes back over to Prime and it's kind of eh, flat but um it's yeah. still entertaining. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm not I'm not I feel like I'm criticizing too much. No, it's uh, fine. It sounds it sounds too heavy cuz I really do love the characters and I and I love this show um but that that would be the only thing that it would nitpick really.
0: Yeah, they I think they got themselves at the end, you know, with that a little bit of there was only so much time for them to do whatever they needed to do in that, you know, last episode and they had to wrap up the Tyler thing a little bit, and Giorgio and 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 obviously the war. <laughs> so Oh,
1: I'm glad. <laughs> the yeah. War's over. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What What about uh, Rick uh, Rick Moyer? What What about uh, What you like about any particular standout things, episodes, character moments, well, scenes?
2: I'm a good sucker for the mirror universe because I just love Mirror Mirror from the original series. It's one of my favorites. And so, um, when they showed their interpretation of the the agony booth um, in the in the new one in Discovery, it was. It was disturbing. I mean it was, it was agony. Great, it it was it was, I mean I was just like, "Oh my god." I'm not that sure how you could just level. sit in
0: that thing for like what, hours on end when I when know. you would see, you would see like 3 seconds of it and you go, "Uh, I'd be dead," right? Like right. I I, 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 I right. you know, it's almost like is that thing on the whole time or what? Yeah.
1: But well, didn't and- they say they had a stimulant to keep them awake and keep them from passing yeah. out and keep their vitals yeah. up? Yeah. Something
0: like yeah. that, right? But still, there's still your your mind would just be like mush after a while. Oh, I would think. I mean, they they can I keep your body so. going, but I, I don't know. I just uh,
2: that and I know this sounds gross. all these really gross scenes stick out to me, but um, I, the the other one that was when we figured out um, how uh, the one guy was a Klingon. And how they, you know, they were pulling oh, yeah. apart and doing all this stuff on it. It was like that was so jarring, but at the same time, so darn cool as far as sci-fi is concerned. And I mean, I don't know. They just tried some new things in it that I thought were really good. But I really enjoyed. I think the the, the only the, thing uh, I uh, thought about universe. that, and
0: I, I, you know, just just to jump in for a second on the whole Tyler. Yeah. Slash they need the triples w- would it have just been easier to find like some starfleet guy they could like buy off or something like right. it just seemed yeah. like so drastic you know i know it was a cool yeah. thing and you thought this guy was one thing and he was another uh, but right. but i'm also a little bit the other part that i just want to say and then I, you can go ahead is how long did that take because right. I I I had really a hard time understanding the timeline because because or whatever was like in an episode you didn't see him for what like one episode or two and then all of a sudden right. I think it was only one and then Tyler's there and like right that's what yeah <laughs> I yeah. I don't know that I mean yeah I gotta let let some things you know obviously well, it's sci-fi and you gotta that, let it a yeah, little they... bit but it but it was like. It just they seemed like such an without, extreme uh, thing he went through when they were showing those scenes. I yeah. almost would have preferred that we didn't see that because it makes me look like that guy would be in the hospital for five years getting getting right. healed up for. Yeah. I know that it's the future and they got little magic devices to heal everything and dermal
2: regenerators. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know immediately. Although in the TOS era, they really didn't have quite like that. But uh, right. But anyway, but no. They, go ahead, Rick.
2: They did have to figure out his speech patterns though because. Oh, talk like this. I, I like really that. I even...
0: Yeah, yeah I like he's that. good at that. The voice. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. He was
2: great at it, though. I was, yeah. It's just it's just like, you know, my goodness. Anyway, so I, I don't know. I, The one thing I have to say is that it all kind of ran together for me because it is so, ep- it's not um, standalone episodes. It's right. so arced that I couldn't tell you the name of any of the episodes at
1: this point. Me <laughs> No, so, but I, I, know, I, did, I know what I you could mean. Say, like, I could say
2: I like the Mirror Universe ones. They were Well, great.
0: They, they also had very, very, um, I guess the best word to use is kind of like esoteric. They had very kind of a little bit out there names of episodes. Yeah. yeah. The Battle of the Binary Stars. They started with like, you know, oh, that's exactly <laughs> what that episode's about, right? Right, and it's right. easy to remember. But the rest of them are like, you know, the butcher's knife and the sheep doesn't hear the butcher's knife or whatever
2: it's called.
1: It's, it's like, hard to remember. Well, it's like
0: it's just okay. I, I get it. You guys have read books, okay? You know, you're smart people, but I'm like Journey to Babel. You know, the right, enemy within. Right. You know, it, it's it's like, you know, and even in TNG or uh, you know, and even in, in, in most of the other Trek. I don't know what it is about Discovery, but, boy, they, yeah, they like to, like, make these fancy. I hope they settle that down a little bit. Cause, yeah, uh, yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, anything else, Rick? Any other standouts? No, thing? no, I'm good. You like the blood and guts and the and the, and the gore. <laughs> well,
2: I don't, didn't say I necessarily liked them. But it was jarring. Eat some kelpian.
0: Have some Ganglia. It's fresh. That was gross. Have some fresh <laughs> Ganglia. Oh,
1: yuck. It's Ugh. so
0: gross. Is it time for me to. I can't believe
1: she didn't gag a little bit when that oh, happened. Yeah.
0: She tried, though. I thought <laughs> she did the scene real well. She, like, in other words, she was, like, just on the edge of, like, all right I, right, I can't give, I can't blow my cover, even though I swear five minutes later she did in that episode and tells her the whole she thing. She all
1: over the place. Uh, did they
0: have
2: anything to dip it in? I can't remember. Was there, like, I thought she did, stuff? actually. I thought
0: it was, like, some <laughs> kind of, I don't I know, butter. Like,
1: Ketchup. Do you have any ketchup? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please pour a lot of ketchup, please, on this.
4: Yeah. When I saw her, when I saw her eating the ganglia, the thought that came oh. to my mind was, "Fear is the mind killer." I mean, oh God. She had to have been using some kind of mantra to keep her from just like.
1: Mind oh. over matter. Mind yeah. Over matter. You
4: know.
0: Well the only thing yeah I was thinking that you know being out in the, you know in the federation and starfleet and all that hopefully and being on Vulcan hopefully she's had her let's say her palate expanded by having to eat a lot of weird stuff. Well that's no, awfully awesome weird that.
1: No because it's beyond that. Oh I it's, know
0: I know I'm just
1: It's like yeah. a mental thing because Ceru. it's yeah. Ah. yeah, it's like yeah. You have an eyeball. It, it's the same color as your dad's. Should have just said something yes. like, "Oh, you know, I just had kind I, of the same thing. I,
0: I just had Kelpien yesterday. I, I'm going to have to pass. I just had I just had kelpian yesterday, and it's so fattening, you now. So I, I'm trying to stay trim and deep uh, fried. How about uh, Rick Pete? Anything for you? Standout like moments or or, or episodes or anything? What were what were some of your highlights?
4: Um, I really, like you, I enjoyed the, the Mud Timing episode. I thought that was very well done. Um, and what I liked about it was the relationship that Stamets and Burnham built up as they kept going over yeah. and over yeah. and yeah. over, which led Burnham to take a leap of faith and, and begin a relationship with Tyler. So I, I thought that, I, I liked that episode. Um, I love the episode where they go, when they're, when they're in the mirror universe and to figure out how they're going to deal with it. You know, including the whole, what the heck, hold your horses with, with Tilly. That whole thing was so cool. Even, <laughs> even even having the little robot on the outside of the hall. Change of
2: the, yeah, that was pretty cool.
4: That was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And the throne room fight was epic. Yeah. In episode 14. Um, the, the whole idea of getting it Burnham getting them back to Discovery. I liked all of that. You know what she was doing, talking to Suri on the side. Although, you know, I got to give her major props for figuring out how to hack the com panel and the Jeffries tube to get to Discovery without being seen. You know, how did she do that? But okay, it's it's, it's Star Trek. I gotta I gotta
1: I gotta let that go. She's um,
0: It's like a big so. ship. It's a big 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 ship. Like so, you know, some <laughs> well, that empty was corridors. Cool.
1: I have more trouble trying to figure out how, um, in Star Trek, everybody can interface easily with um, a- alien <laughs> technology. technology. They just Like, like Mac stick and a PC? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, at least that was a,
0: you know, I mean, you, I guess you the only... Uh, the mirror, though, side of things, I mean, I, I'll give them a little bit of that one where, you know, the idea that, you know, they have similar workings of things, okay? So... That, yeah. but this,
4: don't they yeah. have security protocols on these ships? I would think that you can't
0: just. Well, she was. Uh, about- yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I think she had certain access, though. I thought. I mean, you know, she was still genetically whatever, however they read people. I mean, I don't know. They don't go into a lot of those details. You kind of kind of have to swallow some of that a little bit, and. Uh,
4: I mean, the she did say that though at
0: a couple points. Remember when she's when Burnham's saying, "I can't get this out of the ship," you know, this data and stuff, and so they did kind of hint, hint at it that she didn't have like. Full access to everything, right? Yeah. And then she Just she pulls the little fast one where she slips the little data thing in in uh, Tyler, you know, yeah. when they beam them out. So I I thought they were pretty clever about some of that. I mean, you gotta you gotta let a few things ride, but um, true. Uh, she that's she true. did. She she is. You know, they they Saru, I think has said it a couple times or whatever. She's pretty smart, so you got to yeah. You know. Yeah. I tell you
4: what I thought. I I really felt there was a missed opportunity when they were taught when they were when they had the episode where we we're seeing the flashbacks where they're taking Volk and they're you know ripping his body to shreds and cutting his bones and all that kind of stuff and i'm sitting here thinking hello augment therapy right why, why didn't they just yeah. use that because right. that would have been a huge touchstone
0: yeah i thought the Enterprise, same thing i thought the same but thing
4: it made perfectly good sense yeah well, the so rumor
0: I, I, was, yeah, when, when the I've rumor was going that. around, what, like, and you you started to kind of pick up hints on this, I'm like, oh, well, they're going to connect to the Augments or something, not yep, just, I like, that tear this guy apart or whatever they did. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I agree, Rick. I, I think that it would have been simpler and and uh, a little bit easier to, to take to at least people who, are, who know the other series and stuff, so.
4: Well, plus, you've got to build some type of, uh, well, you know, from a canon perspective, you... Theoretically, you would want to build some type of a bridge to, if you want to, if that's important, to what the Klingons looked like in the, t- in the Prime Universe at that time.
0: Right. Yeah, in TOS, right.
4: Right. So yep. between now and 10 years from now when we have Kirk, theoretically, this Augment thing would have happened, which would explain like, how they look differently in TOS in 2075 know, or whenever it was when TOS started. And that would be kind of a cool thing to do.
1: well and that maybe would at least hush still...
4: the people who are mad about the way the Klingons look now.
1: maybe that's that's the intent of him going with Laurel. Maybe they're going to end up using him that way. you know yeah. uh, Well this worked for Vogue, so let's see if we could do it with others you know and and here you have the augments kind of thing. Well and yeah. it also
0: makes sense because they want they want spies. Right? Yeah. I mean, they exactly. did have that in TOS even with like Arn Darvin and the Trouble with Tribbles. You know, a guy who looked like a human but he was a Klingon really inside and all that. So so there's precedent for those kinds of things. So, uh, yeah. yeah no, It makes
4: really fails. Right? Because Burnham's relationship got in the way of that program. Yes. Yeah. So to so use the augment therapy gives you a spy... Was fully cling on in their head and they don't
0: yeah. have to turn on yeah he's not you know, he's not they haven't tried to push somebody else's personality into yeah. your personality and all that or whatever right?
1: exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, memories and, and and things so yeah
1: can can i get some clarification though on on the the work they did on tyler's body and why it was necessary because if it's just Vogue's consciousness in with Tyler, what what was the need for all the bone sawing and all that no, stuff? No, I think
0: it's Vogue's body. That's what I what? thought. I, I, yeah, I thought it was
4: Vogue's body. I think
0: it's Vogue's body. I think it, they start with the Klingon body and they made it look like Tyler. That was my impression. And they kind of even hinted and said at that and I think they even talked about it on After Trek a little bit. Like somebody made even a kind of a kind of a gross comment was like, did they just take Tyler's skin and kind of slip it over Volk's body? Aww. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, I thought you liked the gross stuff. Wait a second. No. Nah, I don't know about but that. no, I'm I am I am really pretty pretty darn sure that it's it's Volk that they changed into Tyler.
1: Skin. Yeah. See they Ty- confused me because, yeah. you know, when Tyler started trying to explain that Voke is gone, it made me think that really it was just a shared consciousness, not that it was Voke's body that they made look like Tyler. That, no, because so, they And in a sense, on his Ash is gone completely and, if that's true. There's nothing yeah. of Ash except his brain. In, well, in that's that the looked. whole
0: thing, though. I mean, that is, yeah. and he's in control now, apparently, because of what Laurel did there or something. Yeah, it, they probably it, ate Ash.
1: Yeah. yeah, I couldn't get past, uh, if I was Michael, I couldn't get past that either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just
1: yeah, mental mental block. <laughs> Ooh,
0: you taste like Klingon or whatever. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> he must be
1: burnt. His name is Ash.
0: Yeah. Oh. Ugh. Well, let, no, let's, let's, uh, let's let's sort of wind. let find out she's not
4: pregnant in season two. What?
1: Uh, oh, that's yeah, it's not.
0: Ooh, boy, there's a spoiler. <laughs> not a spoiler, but there there's an idea. Nah, I don't see them doing <laughs> stuff like that. I guess. I be like V. Yeah, I, I I don't see it being you know. Uh, it's like, hey, Spock, how come you didn't tell me about your adopted sister and your <laughs> half-Klingon, I guess, maybe kind of half-Klingon, maybe a quarter-Klingon, little nephew-ish, <laughs> half-nephew, step-nephew. Adop- well, oh, it's too confusing. I give up.
2: <laughs> and we named him Alexander.
0: So anyway, let's <laughs> let's wind down so I uh, well let's all sponge just uh, just a minute or two. So so what um so we saw the enterprise obviously at the end of the of the second se- of the second the, at yeah. the end of this season and in, going into the second. So so what what are we uh let, let's just go down the line and, and say so what do you think that's going to mean and and what do you kind of want to see in season 2 Gen start?
1: Okay. Um, I was talking to Angela about this and I think we're going to get to see um, someone playing number one and we'll probably it'll. I think that the um, Desperate Hours book probably gave us a taste of what is to come there and because um, they gave her a name and everything yep. and um, yep. Pike we'll get to see him Angela and I were theorizing that um, how they were going to handle Spock because obviously he's on the ship during this time and they'll in After Trek, they said um, the whole point that the, the Enterprise shows up is so that they can deal with the Michael Spock relationship. So,
0: kind of makes uh, you like you think you are going to see him then, right? In a way, I somehow. think we might.
1: And <laughs> and I am wondering. I told Angela, I don't see. I mean, because the movies are so close in time to this television series. It would be weird not to see Zach Quinto. But she said she thinks he's aged out of the role in this time period. But I have to say I that I, I think that they could do a lot with, with CGI. Yep. You know, to make him make work, him look a and if they can afford, if they can afford yeah. Well, look afford what they do the... with Kurt
0: Russell in uh, the, that uh, second Guardians. Yes,
1: <laughs> yeah. and if they can afford the quality of actors in this television series, then then they can afford to have Zachary Quinto as a cameo in, in a couple yeah, of episodes maybe. next season. The only season. Thing I
0: think that would that would be a hard the reason the the biggest reason I think they might not do that is they're really being they're really trying to be very adamant about this isn't the movie universe. So yeah, you could have the same actor playing the character, but I think they're trying to keep the separation of well, and you know, that's
1: fine. Movie, yeah, and, no. and,
0: and TV, but but, but yeah, I, I I I'm okay with either way. But
1: and then also they're they're going to Vulcan to pick up their next captain, and we didn't get a chance to theorize as to what that person will be. You know, whether it'll so be Vulcan, a guess, human, or what, or other what, alien. What, what do you think? I think there'll be a Vulcan.
0: Yeah, think so. And
1: I have, I, I, I hope so because I love Vulcans just like Rick loves v- Klingons. I'm, I'm like Rick and loving Vulcans, but, um, could it be? Rick, I,
0: could it be to Yeah, could one of be, you. Could it be to I
1: was going to say, she wouldn't she be old enough to she still be, r- be around? Well, I mean, she, uh, be, young enough be r- she was.
0: She'd be pretty old though she was pretty she'd be old she she was like,
1: sixty three in enterprise and that's young by Vulcan standards yeah so she sure. could
0: be she could be and and she she would be old, but she would be she could be it's possible i don't
1: think she's i don't think she'd be the captain, but I wonder if we might seek her.
0: Yeah. So, but you think sad. it's going to be a Vulcan, though. You don't think that's just a yeah. little. They're not playing like a little game there where, like, we're going to Vulcan to get your captain. Oh, but. Hey, maybe
1: it's going to be Andorian. I don't know. Or, or oh, I mean, it gosh. could
0: just be anyone, right? That just happens, or to, anyone. happens yeah. to be on I, Vulcan. I mean,
1: I'm know. just glad they're going back there because yeah. uh, it really irritated me that the movie
2: just blew universe, it up. Even,
1: even if it's just a parallel one, blew up Vulcan. And I was like, what the I crap?
2: Know. <laughs> I know. I Yeah. <laughs>
1: So I'm glad that Vulcan still exists in this pri- in this Prime universe, and that we're gonna get to explore it a little bit more. Because yeah. Enterprise. That was one of the things I loved about Enterprise. We got to visit Vulcan a couple of times. Yeah, they were. They and we got they, to know a lot about Vul- Vulcan. That yeah. was
0: pretty cool. Yeah, they did. A, they did a lot to flesh out Vulcan more than probably any of the other shows. So, uh, so uh, how about uh, Rick Rick Moore? What do you want to see in uh, in season two? More more gach? More, uh, well, I, more worms and, and no no and, no.
2: Um, I, I have I have no freaking idea where they're headed with this. But I could say um, I would like to see Spock. I think that would be really cool. Um, I don't know if we're going to get that or not. Um, I love the fact that the Enterprise shows up, and it just kind of made me say, "Okay, I'm going to I'm I'm in this all the way. Let's let's do this. This is cool." Um, I don't know. Um, so it's Saru, right? Is that how you say his name? Saru,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I
2: like I liked his character too. And anybody that can walk on shoes like that—oh my gosh—continue <laughs> to act.
0: Oh my god, has yeah, they're my, they're ridiculous. They're uh,
2: like, yeah. he's so tall, and then when you see him on After Trek, he's so skinny. Yeah, you know? he's, I mean, a he's a super skinny a guy. Thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I'd like to, you know, I I hope that they explore him and his race a little bit more, because I, I think it's really cool. Yeah. Um, I think we will. I think that, yeah, I think yeah. we'll
0: see some more Kelpian. Yeah.
1: And yeah. I really kind of like
2: to know more about the robot person on the bridge.
1: Me too. I want to know about all of the bridge people. Yeah, they're, they're really <laughs> cool, but
2: I don't know. They
0: need people. to do a lower decks, but bridge decks, you know. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. The, yeah, we need to we need to see more about those people, and uh, yeah.
2: And And I'm really looking forward to seeing more of the Orville. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well,
0: here's a, here's a here's a question: Which which show's going to come back first, Discovery or Orville? Orville. Though. I don't think so, actually. I, I, I think I think, I think Orville got really pushed pushed back, and I I, I think I, I think not. we're actually going to get Discovery before at the oh, very like end really? of the year. Yeah, I don't think Discovery's going to be back until like a year from now. I heard that oh, they had gosh. some delay. I don't know if it's Seth MacFarlane, but. Anyway, we can talk about that some other time, but uh, yeah, yeah. So Rick, Puked, it. um what what else, What do you like to see for uh, season two?
4: Oh, me? Yes, yeah. Oh, You're okay. the other Rick. Um, it's one of well, the. Well, I think. I guess when I when I saw the the, the end and I saw Enterprise show up and I thought, get out of here. Um, <laughs> I thought like then Elaine thought, okay, and Seinfeld,
0: so... get out, and you yeah. just push push the Enterprise. Well,
4: the ship is is specifically looking for discovery, right? So it's not, this is not an accidental thing.
0: No, it said a distress so call. It wasn't specifically looking for discovery. I thought there was just a distress. That tris- I can't talk anymore. Apparently, uh, it said they said they
4: were receiving a transmission. It was a distress, but they didn't they didn't say it was see, a. See, I got to go back like, and watch oh, all these little
0: tidbits of from Rick Rick Pizza uh, things. But uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I thought it was just a general like priority one distress call that they weren't like, "Hello, Discovery, we you need to come find us or we're coming to see you." I, I thought it was just a general distress call. I'm
4: so. gonna have to watch it again. Anyway, go I, ahead, continue. Well, because because the question in my mind was, well, why why are why sure. it's it seemed to me that they were both they they met each other. It wasn't like. Enterprise was sitting there stagnant, and Discovery showed up.
2: Yeah, like yeah.
4: Discovery was stagnant, Enterprise showed up. so they came to Discovery. And why would they do that? So I was thinking, and I think I put, I think I put this on our chat was, is this going to be a modified Journey to Babel situation where because of the war, Spock got injured. And they are coming to Discovery because they know Sarek is on that ship. And they need Sarek.
1: Maybe. Yeah. To that's, help. A good I- that's a good idea. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, right. there
0: might be some some reason oh. they want, you know, they need the help. And, and maybe they, they do need either Burnham and or Sarek, you know, to help them out. I don't know.
4: Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. And then um, other than that, I, I, I want this, I want Season 2 to be the start of their five-year mission. So that we get to more of a five-year mission concept, yeah, for the show. Um, and I would rather not see Quinto or Spock because for me that would take me out of the show. I don't want to see the Kelvin Spock in Prime Universe. Mm-hmm. I I just can't. I'm not. My brain is not going to separate. I know who that actor is and I know what role he's playing, and he's not going to play Spock differently. So it's going to be Kelvin era spock sitting on the enterprise that just doesn't make sense to me in the prime universe so i would prefer it not be quinto i don't know who it would be um hopefully it's still going to be somebody who's quality and awesome yeah they'll find somebody want
0: to there's lo- there's lots of actors i hear out in hollywood so you know they won't <laughs> have any trouble finding somebody who hey does anyone want to play spock uh no <laughs> no okay
4: so yeah yeah in, I'd like the uh, first captain go ahead i I would like it to be a Vulcan captain although Spock was the first Vulcan officer in Starfleet True. Might be an issue but
1: um, well, it, yeah. Could
4: yeah. A, it could be it could be mean, it could be a, a, a another Starfleet officer who was on Vulcan because he was on a star base that got destroyed and he ended up getting you know going to Vulcan to escape or you know getting captured or here would be interesting. What what is Paul? Yeah,
0: that's what we were there. just talking about. That's what we were just talking and about. Yeah. Yeah. tapau Who are you talking
4: T'Pau? about?
0: the, Yeah, what about her? She's like 100 she... million years old. What do you mean?
4: <laughs> well, but she's... She's a t- Vulcan like younger. high
0: priestess She's person.
4: 15 years younger than than that now. So, you know, Vulcans are pretty spry, right? 10,
0: ten years. Uh-huh. You're talking about tapau from Amok Time? Is that yes. what you said? Yeah, yeah, she's old, old lady priestess Vulcan priestess. She's not gonna, <laughs> she's not in Starfleet for one. So I
1: know that's why it'd be interesting.
0: Oh, I don't know. That would be that would be a, we, would we be a big. We just want to see change. other
1: Vulcans that we know from Star Trek series. Oh, I, yeah, <laughs> that's what we're getting at. <laughs> I get it. I get since it. Since we're in the, you know, in the, in, since we're since we're going um, to Vulcan apparently. Going so. to Vulcan, and we already have Sarek. Let's go see some other Vulcans. Although we might not go at. to Vulcan
0: because you know now they just got waylaid by the Enterprise. So. Um, so yeah, so, those are good good points. They still have I, to
1: pick up the captain.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, maybe he'll just take a shuttle, or she'll take a shuttle, or whatever. Oh yeah. So yeah. So, um, so um. What do you
1: want to guess, he or she?
0: Well, he so she. so I uh, so here's a couple things for me. I want to see more Harry Mud. I want to see Lorca come back. Good Lorca, prime Lorca. Uh, I I want I, wa- I want to learn more about the Kelpians. See more Kelpians. Not not yeah. on not on the buffet. Uh, but uh, but I uh, yeah so uh, you know I, I think uh, I want to see God do I want to see them show us the inside of the Enterprise uh, Oh yes if 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 we wait whatever amount of time we have to wait for the new season and and they just do a little hologram thing they beam over to the Discovery and we never see the inside of the Enterprise I'm gonna I I, I uh, please. Because then everyone can have more things to complain about because it won't look like the TOS and or, you know, the cage version of True. the Enterprise. So so I want to see that. Do so you, um,
4: you think it might be Captain Lorca that we pick up?
0: That's what I was about to say. You read my mind. You mind melded. You know, what I was thinking is what if, what if Prime Lorca has already been saved and somehow he's on Vulcan? Maybe. Or. Uh, eh,
1: that would be too many twists for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, it is a lot of, t- it's
0: a lot of twists, but, uh, but I'll put one thing out there that would make it, would, would be a reason f- that would be, you know, from a dramatic standpoint would be interesting, would be, that would be very, very hard for them to deal with, right? Like, a, yeah. a, as the, as the characters in the crew would be like, they just got rid of this guy who turned out to be basically kind of a traitor in a way, and now they bring him this, you know, the real Lorca back and they give him command of the, the Discovery, right? So, so it's, that would be a lot to handle. So I don't think it'll be the case. I think you're, we're going to have another captain. I don't know if it'll be a Vulcan or not though. I'm not convinced of that. I, 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 I see them maybe doing something like, cause, cause there really weren't a lot of Vulcans in Starfleet at this time. You have to, you have to keep in mind they're few and far between and, and to have a captain Vulcan somewhere out there uh, that, you know, yeah, they could do it, but it, it seems a little bit of a stretch to me at least, but, um. Uh,
1: well, I think it would be too many Vulcans because you have Sarek, you have um, Michael. um yeah, we know Spock's practical. around. I I don't think I I hope, but I don't think it's going to be a Vulcan either. No.
0: Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll see how that works out. And uh, but yeah, and I want him to just start. You know, like someone said uh, about you know go out there, start your five year mission. I think Rick Peet said you know go s- explore some strange new worlds and start start dealing with you know kind of a little more Star Trek stuff. Mm -hmm. I I, I would prefer them start to move more towards like the doctor who model of episodes too. I don't know if I can necessarily handle or want another just ongoing arc for the whole second season. I I'd almost prefer they do kind of like three or four connected episodes and then maybe do a standalone thing. And then maybe a few episodes like, and maybe they can have some kind of overarching things going on, but I, I, I don't know if I want like just a play by play every week being one thing like, uh, like, right. maybe, who knows, the Enterprise is showing up and there's some big thing that, that will be the big uh, MacGuffin or problem that they got to deal with in Season 2. A- and that'll just take them for the whole ride through through whatever. I, I'd i rather that they don't do that again. You know, Enterprise did that with the Zindi season, and it was a nice thing and an experiment, you know, to try to do that. But I, I don't know if I want every season to be something like that, so... uh
2: and don't forget, I think they do need to have a, a Stranger Things crossover episode.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what
0: number are
2: you? Yeah. Yeah, let me, yeah. Let
4: me, yeah. Well, don't forget, and don't forget, we still have, you know, we still have Zoe out there. Sure. So she's gonna, gonna. I'm, gonna I'm sure she'll pop up. The recurring villain you know? that just, you know, every now and then pops in and causes. I could see her
0: I could see her connecting up with Harry Mudd. Even you know, like I, I, yeah, I, I think the two yeah. of them would make a would make a, be a quite a team. Pirate queen. Yeah. Pirate
1: queen. Yeah. Pirate queen
0: yeah but um yeah i don't unless anybody else had any little last little points we should probably wind it up and uh I, but yeah this has been a fun talk it's a great show i i i just i was pl- pretty blown away you know it started off kind of Ooh, what's this and then and then as i think we all said a little bit in different ways as we got into it we were like pretty much on this you, you know i i was literally at, uh, on some of these episodes i moved to the edge of the couch you know i'm like you know hanging off the edge like oh my gosh what's going on what Who? what what what? you know and uh <laughs> yeah so it's uh it's been great i hope it's not too long of a wait till the next one i think they said they're going to start filming the next season in april and yeah. uh and i know they obviously have a lot of post-production stuff for this show but that's good sign that they're already working on stories that the cast there won't be much of a lag time uh for the cast they can get right back into it and uh and we'll, we'll be getting some uh some new discovery. I, I, I'm hoping also. I guess. The, I guess the other thing I, I, I should have said is it's probably a given for everybody. But I, I, I'm hoping we get a little more than 15 episodes. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I, it would have been nice to have another one or two or something like that. But uh, whatever it is, I'm sure it'll be
4: good. And yeah, my wife was a little little frustrated with me during the last episode. Because I was like you, Rick. I was I was standing in front of the television. <laughs> not even on the sofa. I had gotten up to stand.
0: It's like people watch sports, right? <laughs> you know, the when, when somebody makes a touchdown or you know, does uh-huh. whatever, they're jumping yeah, up out of their yeah. chairs. Yeah, we jump up out of our chairs for Star Trek. So uh. That's I'm the up, way,
1: That's the up way Aaron way. watches all shows, my son. <laughs> I'm not surprised by that. Well, I'm, so.
4: I'm standing there, and I'm upstairs in my office watching it, so I can make a lot of noise and... I don't bother her. Well, she came upstairs and came into my office. What's going on in here? <laughs> and she came and started talking. Right in the you know, and I'm like oh. talk to me now. This is the season finale. <laughs>
0: do you understand?
4: She's, do you understand? And so she just gave me that roll your eyes look and just walked out of the room. Yeah. You know, and then afterwards I think I went in my I went in to say, I'm really sorry, but but this was a season finale. I couldn't <laughs> This just laughed
0: at me. Yeah, Lynn doesn't really watch it, so I always, you know, I, I warn her. I said, "Well, Sunday night Star Trek's on. Don't bug me." And uh, you know,
1: Oh, uh, that's exactly what I tell David because he doesn't want to watch it. But yeah. I mean, he doesn't bother me about it either. And I finally got it to work on my TV, so that was nice rather than watching it you on know, my computer monitor in my office every I, every I Sunday.
2: If Amy can watch Outlander and I don't bug her, then she, I can watch Star Trek.
1: She this bug is a lot less hoochie-coochie. <laughs> than... well, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just with Georgio, Although, no, Georgio, no and Although,
1: Giorgio tried to take it there, though. Oh, the oh my last gosh. Episode. It was, <laughs> good, it was like, you know, ice the, ice. the whole
0: planet's going to blow up or whatever's going on, but boy, I got time I to go over she, here in this little, this little tent here for a minute.
1: How much is it going to cost for a little me-time?
2: yeah,
1: I, yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh my. yeah
0: I, I, I I'm glad or I hope that we we, we see her again you know uh, Chris and I had made some predictions when we were, had a little show last week that we did and you know it didn't turn out I really thought that either Tyler or Giorgio were, were you know weren't gonna make it through the final episode I, I I thought at least one of them was gonna something was gonna happen you know I I, I was kind of surprised well they kept like you know people kept dying right you know? and uh yeah and they didn't seem to be shying away from from that so it was like one of these guys one of these people needs to go but anyway hey you guys th- <laughs> th- thanks thanks for uh for doing this and and always a pleasure and uh you know whenever uh whenever it comes back i'm sure we'll be talking again and uh everyone out there thanks for listening and i'm gonna just stop the recording here in a moment but uh say bye to everyone bye goodbye it's, bye. it's been three ricks, three ricks and a gen three ricks <laughs> and a gen
1: live long and <laughs> prosper yes live long
0: and prosper